Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Tonight, I would like to talk about why Jesus came into the world. God, who sits on the throne in heaven, He is the Almighty God. He's the King of all kings. Came into the world 2,000 years ago for a very important reason. I want to read from the scripture in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. This is the reason why Jesus came into the world. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Jesus came into the world for the purpose of meeting our needs to help us resolving our problems. If you look around in this world, you can see that there are so many problems in the world. Sickness, poverty, fighting, quarreling, war, monsoon, earthquake. We have so many problems in this world. The reason why we are facing problems in this world because the Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 6, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The iniquity means rebellion. We disobey God. We sin against God. And the iniquity also means the consequences of rebellion. When we rebel against God, there are consequences. And that consequences of the punishment come upon mankind. That's why we see the problem in this world everywhere. We see so much headache and problem in this world. And Jesus came for the purpose of resolving all those problems and meeting all of our needs. I have been teaching about this for two times already. Last Sunday and this morning, if you can, go back to listen to the YouTube and hear the first two parts. Tonight, I'm going to wrap up the reason Jesus came into the world. I have preached that Jesus came into the world. Number one, on the cross, he was punished so that we can be forgiven. On the cross, he took our sickness so that we can be healed. Healing is a normal thing in the church. People get healed all the time in the church because by the stripe of Jesus, we are healed. I got healed by God so many times. My wife got healed by God. Because Jesus came to heal us. Sickness is one of the needs of mankind that we need healing. Not only that, Jesus took our sin. He became sin with our sinfulness so that we can receive the righteousness of God and we can become righteous. That is the third one. The fourth one that Jesus came into the world is that he died our death. Sin causes death. He died our death on the cross so that we can have super abundant life and also eternal life. That is the fourth one. Another thing that we learn is that in the Bible say, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes 
he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. He took our poverty. Poverty is also the evil consequences of rebellion, and then he offered to us the riches or superabundance life. You can see that there is an exchange at the cross. Jesus came to do some exchanges. That he took the evil consequences of mankind onto his body, so that God can offer us the good due to Jesus. Because he never sinned against God, he took the bad, and we can receive the good, and that's why we call the good news. Somebody took the bad from us, and he offered us the good. There is an exchange there. Not only that, Jesus faced or endured shame on the cross, so that we can receive the glory from the Lord. There is an exchange between shame and glory on the cross. Jesus was rejected by the Father, so that we can be accepted by the Father to become His children. Tonight, I would like to continue to talk about this exchange. Let me read Galatians chapter three, verses thirteen to fourteen. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, "Curse is everyone who hangs on a tree." That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. On that tree, Jesus was cursed by our curse. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter twenty-one, verse twenty-three. His body shall not remain overnight on the tree, but you shall surely bury him that day, so that you do not defy the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. For he who is hanged is a curse of God. Jesus took the curse on his body, on his life, so that we can receive the blessing of Abraham. The curse is not. The original will of God. When God created Adam and Eve, the first word He said to Adam and Eve, "Do you know what He said? I bless you. Blessing is the original will of God." But what happened? Mankind rebels. Mankind turned to his own way, and according to the Bible, because we turn to our own way, the curse entered into the world. The Book of Deuteronomy, chapter twenty-eight. Moses, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote all kinds of curses from verses 15 to 56. Actually, the first 14 verses talk about the blessing, but the rest, 15 to 56, talk about the curse. And I want to make a summary: what he talked in those verses. These are the curses that happen around the world right now. I faced the curse to myself before I became a Christian: humiliation. Barrenness and unfruitfulness, mental and physical sickness, family breakdown, divorces happen everywhere. Family breakdown, single mom, single dad, orphanage, poverty, defeat, oppression, failure. You try to do business, you do try and try, but you keep failing. God's disfavor, or you don't receive. 
the favor of God. On the cross, Jesus took the whole nayard, the whole thing of all these curses on Him, so that He can offer us the blessing due to Him. He was hung on the cross. In order to understand how he was cursed on the cross, let me explain this. On that day, while he was on the cross, his own countrymen rejected him. One of his disciples betrayed him. All of his disciples ran away from him or deserted him. Maybe a few came back to witness what happened, but most of his friends were gone. He was hung naked between earth and heaven. The sun stopped shining and the earth became dark. His blood flowed out into the dry ground. He was cursed on that cross, on that tree. And he was weighed down by the guilt of all humanity. But with all these things that happened to him, all the curse of humanity came upon him. You know, he cried out the last word which is a victorious word. He say, when he going to lose his last breath before he died, he said, it is finished. It is finished is only one word in Greek, which is a present perfect tense. The present perfect tense of one word, which means in English, to make something complete and perfect. On that cross, he did everything complete and perfect to meet all of our needs. The forgiveness of sin, healing, riches, protection, everything that we need. The evil consequences of rebellion went on him, everything. And he offered to us the blessing of every kind. And I Pray that after you listen to this sermon, you will be eager to receive what God wants to offer to you. I did receive it 31 years ago. I turned from Buddhism into Christianity because I find this good deal. I don't need to do it myself. It's a good deal. Everyone say good deal. Somebody pay for me so that I can get a good deal. So I receive it, and since then, for 31 years, I have the great experience of the blessing of God upon my life. I receive it by faith. In order to receive the blessing of God, the riches of God, the life of God, the eternal life, the forgiveness, the righteousness, the acceptance of God, the first thing is that I need to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That's the first thing. I need to have faith that he did something for me. And I did that 31 years ago. I bowed down and received Jesus into my heart. But that is not enough. One of the barriers that you cannot receive the blessing from God is called unforgiven sin. There is a barrier that makes you cannot receive from God. That is unforgiven sin. So as a believer... We not only believe that Jesus did all these things to us, but we repent every day. We ask God to forgive us every day. If we know any sin in our life that we still committing, we should say, God, I'm sorry. I will not do it again. Could you please forgive me? 
And when you say that, you open the door again of heaven to receive all the things that God offered to you through Christ Jesus. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I believe that when I read all these curses, humiliation, barrenness, unfruitfulness, mental and physical sickness, family breakdown, poverty, defeat, oppression, failure, and God's disfavor, some of these words you may be able to identify with. Wow, I have that. I have oppression. I could not sleep at night. Wow, generation to generation, my family broke down. My dad and my mom divorced. Now I got the verge of divorce. Oh, I try and try, but I never be able to pay my bill. You face all these things. If you have experienced all these categories that I talk about, maybe you are under the dark cloud of curse. And I want to let you know the good news. Jesus could set you free from that curse. You don't need to live under the curse any longer. And after you receive Jesus, and after you say, I repent of my sin, what's the next step? Next step is to receive by faith. The purest and simplest way to receive the things from God by faith is to say, thank you, Lord. Everyone say, thank you, Lord. I remember every time my children want something from me, I haven't said yes yet. Some of them may want to have a purse. Dad, could you buy a purse for me? I haven't said yes. They already say, thank you, Dad. (laughs) Wow, I'm stuck. I have to give now because they say yes. They say thank you already. That happened to me all the time. My, My children know the way how to handle me. So that's how you handle God. You need to say, thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sin. Thank you, Lord, that you became poor, that I might be rich. Thank you, Lord. I repent of my sin, and the barrier is lifted. Now I want to say I believe, and I want to thank you, Lord. Now, all these things that I mentioned in the past 15 minutes, all the things that Jesus came into the world, to do this great thing to help us to meet all of our needs. The list of the needs of mankind is so much that I cannot mention in these next 10 minutes. So much. We all have needs. And Jesus came to meet all of our needs. Big list. But the Bible concludes with one word that the way he meets our needs That word is in Greek language called zozo. Zozo translates into English salvation or save. A lot of people misunderstand that salvation or zozo just means that, oh, my sins are forgiven. Now my name is recorded in the book of life. I can go to heaven. Now I reconcile with God. That is just the first step. Actually, salvation or zozo is more than just forgiveness of sin. The word so-so is used in the Bible many times in the different meanings. i give you an example. I'd like to read all this scripture because it builds my faith. Matthew 9, 21 to 22, For she said to herself, If only I may touch his garment, I shall be so-so, or made well. 
But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, "Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you zozo, has made you well." And the woman was made well, zozo, from that hour. In this scripture, zozo means physical healing. Matthew fourteen thirty six, and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touch it were. Made perfectly well, Zozo. Mark chapter five twenty eight. For she said, "If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be Zozo or make well." Again and again, the Bible talks about Zozo in such a way of healing. Look at another one in James chapter five verse fifteen. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, Zozo. And the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sin, he will be forgiven. Talk about healing again. Thank God for the physical healing, amen. Not only the physical healing, but also deliver from demon attack. Luke chapter eight verse thirty-six use the word so so too. They also who has seen it told them by what means he who had been demon possessed was so so. Was healed from demon possession. Luke chapter eight fifty talk about raising the dead. Jesus raised the dead, and that word also zozo. When Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, "Do not be afraid. Only believe. She shall be zozo, made well. This lady dead. God raised her up. Another one healing from fatal." Disease. No way that this person gonna survive. And we see so many cancer healed in our church. The doctors say four months to live, done, gone. They are healed from incurable disease. John chapter eleven, verses eleven to twelve, talk about Lazarus. Lazarus has an incurable disease. Actually, he died. But Jesus did not only raise him from the dead, but he cured him. From incurable disease, the Bible said this thing he said, and after that he said to them, "Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up." Then his disciples said, "Lord, if he sleep, he will zozo, he will get well." So this is all Jesus did. Salvation. That's why on the first night, on that night when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And the angel show up and talk to the shepherd. The angel say, "At the city of David, the Savior was born." The word Savior, Jesus' name is Yeshua. Yeshua in the Greek language means Savior. He saves us. He brings Zozo to every part of our life. I like to read another scripture that uses the word "zozo" as "preserved" in Second Timothy four eighteen. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me, zozo me, for His heavenly kingdom. To Him be glory forever and ever. Amen. So He healed us, deliver us, help us, and preserve us until one day we will be in heaven. The final outcome of salvation is the time when Jesus come back 
and our dead body will be resurrected, and we're going to have a new body in heaven. I like another scripture. I'm going to make conclusion here. First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty-three. This is what Jesus came to do for us. Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation or so so affects our body, our soul. And our spirit, it will affect every part of our being. That's why I'm so glad I turned to be a Christian. I'm so glad that I can preach the good news, because the good news is the answer to mankind. He came to save, which was lost. He came to meet all of your needs. What you need to do is to have Jesus in your heart. You thank him. You ask him for forgiveness of your sin or iniquity, and you have faith and receive every provision that he has for you. How many people want God to give you provision, meet all of your needs? Raise your hand up. How many people want God to help you financially? How many people want God to help you physically to be healthy and strong? How many people are depressed right now or sad right now? And you say, "God, heal my emotion." How many people need that? So let us confess together. Amen. Let's confess that the Lord will help us. Let us confess. Should we stand up and confess together? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus, for so so, for salvation that you gave to us. Let us confess, Lord Jesus. I thank you. That you you were wounded, so that I am healed. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you were made sin, so that I can receive righteousness. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you die my death, so that I can have eternal life in heaven. Lord Jesus, thank you that you endure poverty, so that I can become rich with your glorious riches. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you bore my shame, that I can receive the glory from heaven. Lord Jesus. Thank you so much. You endure rejection, so that I can be accepted by the Father. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. You was made a curse, so that I can be blessed with the blessing of Abraham. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. You were punished on that cross, so that my sins are forgiven. I received all these provisions by faith. I receive it in Jesus' mighty name. You are my Lord 
and my Savior. Amen. How many people believed it will happen to you? Hallelujah. Let me make another final conclusion. Another final conclusion. You can sit down. This process of salvation will not happen in one transaction. It will happen little by little. It may start from just forgiveness of sin. Some people receive healing first. I remember one lady came to our church with colon cancer. She was not a believer. She did not know Jesus at all. And that day she came out to be prayed for. I prayed for her. And then she got healed from colon cancer. After that, that is her first provision, healing from sickness. And after that, she received salvation or the forgiveness of sin, and she became a Christian. Some people, God may deliver them from financial trouble first, and then they get a second one, forgiveness of sin, and then life and other stuff come. So it's a process that God gives to us one by one. All this provision come, but we receive by faith. So we need to keep pursuing God and receive more and more from Him because He has done His job for us already. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank You so much, Lord, for teaching us tonight the reason that why Jesus came into the world 2,000 years ago. We thank You so much. You love us and You know our needs. You meet our needs through Christ Jesus that He endured all the evil consequences and the bad on that cross. And you opened the way for us to receive the good, all the provisions, physical, mental, spiritual, financial, relationship, all the good things come to us through Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.